into Expounded Universe, Season 6, Episode 12, The Shield Ships of Fart Planet B. The book, Vector Prime, by R.A. Salvatore. The year, 1999. With your hosts, Jeff and John. Let's go! So you're saying that Luke Skywalker is extorting the New Republic. Also, the fact that they named it with her last name and the name, that's tacky. I shitted and farted and came. Welcome back to Expounded Universe, the Star Wars Expanded Universe novel discussion podcast. I'm your intrepid host, Jeff, and your somewhat less intrepid host, John, is also here. Yeah, there's no trepidation here. (laughs) I'm way less trepid. You're so much less trepid, but how are you on knowing that you shouldn't wear thongs, underwear, or sandals? (laughs) I'm angry, because I will wear both. And there's no one that can stop me. Hell yeah, my brother. You see, John and I have been reading through a little 99... Rules rules for for how to be a better evangelical Christian man. Specifically man. And honestly, if you reverse them, that you end up being a cool dude. Well, honestly, all of the rules are just... How to be, be a, a boomer. boomer. How to be a boomer, yeah. They're like, oh, you need to get a firm handshake. When applying for a job, ask to see the manager. Mm-hmm. Go get a get a house right out of college with the first job you get. <laughs> They'll pay you enough for a family of four and provide for your retirement. Yeah. Still, though, you should sit in your yard and gripe about the communists. <laughs> yeah, the entire list is a lot of like, oh, you should only drive a manual transmission. I'm like, fuck you. Never let a woman drive a car. Yeah. All of the ones for dates are like, pay for the date. Always drive on the date always i think my favorite one of those was the super homosocial start to, uh, for the for the section on dating which was hang out with men go out with girls yeah i also like that it was hang out with men and go out with girls specifically like don't go out with women don't go out with women well obviously because you're trying to find yourself a nice young bride to have many children with that's right you want her to have uh, a, a larger period of time before her climacteric Ah, uh, man, I cannot wait for that new movie coming out, Climacteric. I'm pretty sure it's by Michael Bay. I was going to say, is that another Roman De- uh, Roland Emmerich disaster movie? <laughs> how, many, how many of those are there at this point? How many different types of cold can Matthew Broderick run away from? Uh, I mean, at least four. <laughs> There's got to be some more cold. There's dry cold, humid cold. That wet cold, hot cold. <laughs> oh, hot cold. That hot, wet American cold. Help, the Sundere is chasing us. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, that, that list was horrible, but if you reverse it, it becomes amazing. Oh, yeah. Develop a limp handshake. <laughs> Develop a limp handshake. <laughs> Never tell the truth. Always wear a hat inside. Lose a dog. <laughs> oh, lose a dog. <laughs> Uh, yeah, always wear a hat indoors. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why everyone knows that Anakin is a cool guy. Yeah. He lost a dog. <laughs> I'm bringing it into Star Wars. Thanks for reminding me that this is a Star Wars I'm podcast. Get, I'm getting a segue into that Star were you, Wars. Were you worried that we're going too long talking about a list we saw on Twitter and not enough about Star Wars? <laughs> too deep into the weird shit, not enough into Star Wars. All right, well, then let's, uh, let's kick it off with Chapter 23. Yeah, so... We're going to start out, and when last we left our heroes, uh, they had just arrived to save the day when uh, Jason and Jaina went out to fart a dildo ship into planet ice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they had already fired the dildo ship, and not only that, but Jason was already in the Yuzhan Vong prison system. Yeah, he had just sliced a dude's leg. And he had four other guys coming at him. So mm-hmm. that's where we left Jason. Jaina was being protected by the fleet as she flew back. Yeah, and the fleet just showed up. Yeah, so they're like, ooh, here's the fleet. And so we start the next chapter with Prefect Dagara being like, all according to Kaikaku. <laughs> Yuzhen Vong's note, Kaikaku means plan. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we get the point of view of Dagara, and he's like, ooh, I've been connected to the Yamosk, the great war coordinator, and now my plan has worked perfectly. I see that some of my coral skippers have died, and all glory to you, warrior, but it's all to draw them in, closer, yet closer, the whole point, inexorable. The whole point of those warriors was for them to die. But there's no greater glory than to die in battle. Imagine being a Yuzhan Vong dude who just finished taking like a 15-year 
deep space boredom ride, and then your first mission is to go get blowed up. Oh, dude, if you're a Yuzhan Vong, you're like, oh, sweet, I'm gonna reach glory before anyone else. Hell yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to go hang out with Yun Yamka, <laughs> and they, mm. and he won't be out of good donuts yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go hang out with Yum Yamcha. If you're one of the last people to get to Yum Yum Yamcha, then, then there's no good donuts left. There's just regu- there's only the bad donuts. They got that regular cake, not even glazed. Yeah, Come on. Just powdered sugar on, or, or like uh, granulated sugar on it. Granulated sugar on a plain cake donut. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. What the fuck is, is this a bagel? <laughs> Did you just give me a bagel and sprinkle <laughs> sprinkle white sugar on it? What are you doing? <laughs> I hate you, Yum Yum Yamcha. <laughs> Uh, so yeah he is just watching the fight sees that they've got you know some gunships and the big thing but he's like i don't give a fuck because the coral skippers we have are retreating to make it look like we've got a small force and eventually they'll get close enough to the planet that we will unleash the hundreds of coral skippers we have in addition to the planetary defenses which are just like volcanoes that shoot nonsense at you yeah they have a whole bunch of volcanoes that shoot shoot bees and also uh, and, and when the, the dogs bark <laughs> yeah the uh the yamosk is of course going to make everybody be linked so he's going to full psychic connect everybody also they have gravity wells everywhere they just have dozens of dovin basils and other gravity well projectors just to fuck with everyone who tries to fly around here oh yeah they're like we've got the ones that are actually on the coral skippers we've got planetary dovin basils mm-hmm we have so much shit set up to destroy these such people. Great deals on microwaves. <laughs> we do. Us, the Praetorite Vaughn. <laughs> <sighs> but hey, for the moment though, the uh, the New Republic seems to think they're doing just fine because they are cruising in all hot with uh, with all these Ranger gunships and the Rejuvenator. Yeah, but Dagara even feels from the Yamosk is like, yeah, we're gonna fuck these dudes up. Like the Yamosk itself is. Just conveying to everyone, yo, these guys are idiots, and we are going to blow them up they possess, immediately. They possess no threat to us. Checkmate, to checkmate in ten moves. I have a Popeye-style speech impediment. Yeah, <laughs> my name is actually Yamos, but <laughs> when they asked me what my name was, I was like, Yamosk. I'm strong to the finish, because I eat me Jedi's. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we get that little bit from Dagara, and then we jump over to Han and Luke hanging out in the Falcon and Jade Saber, pretty much just hanging back from the fight to protect Jaina. Yes, well, Jaina's in a ship with minimal shields and no weapons. Yeah, she's just in a fucking tugboat. She needs the help. And she's actually going to participate in this battle in this crap ship that she's flying in. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, basically, they, they every, the uh, main characters are mostly hanging back to keep Jaina safe. Uh, but then we start seeing the d- descriptions of everyone else doing badass things. You know, like like uh, Anakin is blowing up ships left and right with his, with his top gun. And and uh, I believe that's right about the point where Han yells at Anakin, like, keep your gun sharp, kid. And Han- Lando, who I guess is in the bottom gun turret, is like, hey, don't call me, kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's a dad funny. joke. But like, we get the thing where they're like, oh, we're just going to hang out and we'll go get jason wants the planetary defenses are taken care of because oh, right. obviously these guys will beat them up and then they're like yeah we'll get that as soon as the escorts are clear and then they look over and it's like ah fuck yeah <laughs> there's well, there's so many dudes the beginning of the whole thing is is they land they, they arrive and jana's they're like hey where's jason and she's like oh i guess i should probably tell you i shot him in a dildo ship into the planet's <laughs> butthole <laughs> Uh, and they're like, oh, God did you at it. least put him in a flared base? <laughs> well, let's, I guess we got to call Luke. He's the best at dildo ship extraction. Uh, He's got them nimble fingers. So, yeah, they uh, they see all the thousands of coral skippers that come flying out once mm-hmm. the uh, main group gets in there. And so at that point, like Han and Luke and everyone's like, oh, I can't just because Luke's in an X-wing, I think, at this point. Yes, he's in an X-wing. <laughs> Jaina somehow ends Gina up on, and mara are on the yeah yeah they, she's transferred over from the from oh no the, wait not right now yeah mara and luke are actually on there it's later that yeah. he'll get in the x-wing so right now the jade saber is mara and luke han leia anakin and lando are in the falcon and then kip is leading the x-wings yeah kip is leading a, a squadron of x-wings which is hilarious because he loses all of them almost immediately and gets another one before the end of this this episode Ugh. they just keep giving him squadrons of x-wings well he's so good so uh yeah the the big thing is they're like oh we've got 
rad stuff. So even though they've got thousands of whatever the fuck uh, coral skippers coming in, they're like, oh, well, we've got these Ranger gunships and they have an ass load of cannons and whatnot. So we should be able to take care of it. And then immediately they just see that the coral skippers are like, no, nah, fuck you. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the top of the line, the Ranger gunship is as they lay down. What it says is like blankets of laser fire out in front of them. But then some coral skipper comes through and turns its gravity well on real strong and starts spinning because that's a good trick. Oh, yeah. And, I uh, loved the description of this because it was yeah. like it used a gravity well to essentially begin spinning and then hook on to three gunships mm -hmm. so that they started to orbit it. And then he just turned off the gravity well, flew away, and then the three ships just crashed into each other. Yeah. I was yeah. like, that's a neat way to use a gravity thing. Plus, they couldn't shoot because all their lasers were being caught in the gravity well and just bending around in circles. Yeah. So that was a cool trick. And surprisingly, it only does it the one time. The, they, they mentioned right away that after those three Ranger gunships get blowed up, that's a third of them. Yeah, they only have six of these gunships. Which would make it half of them. Uh, so they must have or, only had nine no, of these nine, gunships. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, so they lose a third of their gunships immediately to one Coral Skipper. Now, this is one of the bigger ones, because they do have yeah, right. the little fighter ones and then some of the bigger coral skippers, and this was one of the large ones. We so at least it's not like the fighters can do that. Yeah, they should have had something aside from, like, have a coral skipper and then, like, a coral Gilligan. <laughs> maybe a, <laughs> yeah, maybe so a coral the, Thurston Howell yeah, III. These are definitely the coral millionaires. <laughs> and his wife. Yeah, the, the and his wife is the, the bugs they can launch out the front. Give me that coral movie star. Ooh, yeah. I'm all about that coral farmer's daughter or whatever she is. They Marianne. never. She's yeah. just Marianne. It's just Marianne because yeah. the professor and Marianne. Which was kind of sad when you get down to it. Everyone else gets an archetype and also there's Marianne. See, the real problem was when they changed the intro and then it was like the millionaire and his wife, the movie star and the rest and you're like oh fuck you don't have enough time to say the professor and marianne there's I, only two left i guess i hadn't heard that before why did they do, did they just do it so they could get to the episode faster i guess it was just a shorter they intro they hadn't added another character or something no it was just skipping the professor and marianne that was it harsh the professor is usually one of the major characters of every episode yeah because he's always like hey guys i invented a radio out of coconuts or whatever do you want to get in on this crazy shit that I did? Do you want to get in on that? Yo, guys, I made some uh, <laughs> MDMA out of uh, <laughs> coconuts. You guys want to get down? You want to party? <laughs> you want to try some of my Drupacious MDMA? <laughs> oh, man, I cannot wait for the next album from D Drupacious MDMA. His beats are fire. Uh, okay, so anyway, I don't know why we're talking about Gilligan's Island. That is not falling on an audience that we have. Yeah, whatever. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't fall on me either, but got, I watched some, Nick at Night. Let me give you some of my Mr. Ed hot takes. <laughs> let me tell you why Green Acres is the best show that's ever been. Well, because it's the life for me. <laughs> yeah, farm living is yeah. the life for me. I don't know if that was. Was it a good? I, I haven't watched Green Acres in fucking forever. I, I remember watching most of those shows. Um, the ones I thought were okay were Gilligan's Island and like, I think My Three Sons was kind of funny from time to time, but most of them were just boring. No, I mean like Dobie Gillis and shit like that. Dobie Gillis was the one where I was like, I hate this kid. <laughs> I, I hate, hate everyone. I hate Dobie Gillis. <laughs> Fuck you, Dobie Gillis. Get out of here. How come we don't have a new show called Fuck You, Dobie Gillis? <laughs> How about we do? Coming that's to our, the CW. That's our new show, John. That's our new podcast. Fuck you, Dobie Gillis. And it's just we just, we hate, just watch episodes watch of Dobie Gillis. <laughs> I don't even know where you would find episodes of Dobie Gillis. I mean, I have been watching T doing a, wa a watch through on TNG, and every episode I'm just like, why don't you just do this, you idiot? Yeah, you idiot. Yeah. Come on, figure this shit out. Like, the, the episode I just watched was like, Beverly was like, I want to perform an autopsy on this Ferengi, but I'm not allowed to, and I don't know how to get information out of it. I'm like, have the holodeck recreate him and then dissect that, stupid. Eh. What, what the fuck is wrong with you? Figure this shit out. Ah. <laughs> uh anyhow anyway there's yeah. a space battle so yeah those blow up and then they hear kip and he's like oh shit oh, oh fuck guys i keep thinking i'm real good and then i'm not and let everybody around me is dead anyway i'm gonna run away so i can get another squadron of x-wings and he's just like give me support rejuvenator and the Star Destroyer is just swarmed at this point. Yeah, there's, there's hundreds of coral skippers all over shooting at it and slowly bringing its shields down. They, the Dovin Basils aren't strong enough to pull down the shields of a Star Destroyer. But there are so many blasting it, and its cannons 
just aren't hitting them because they're all coordinated from the Amosk. Yeah, they all have per- basically the Yamosk has adopted full micro control in this art this space RTS. Yes. Yeah, this this Yamosk is assuming direct control. Uh-huh. For those of you who have played ME three. Ma- Ma- yeah, Mass Effect two, I think. Two, yeah. Yeah. Assuming direct control. Yeah, that's two. Yeah, that's two. Yeah. Uh anyway. That's the bug guy. Yeah, the bug guy. The collectors. Yeah. Fucking great game. Probably so yeah. the best of the three of them. Rojo at this point basically just figures, all right, fuck it. I guess I'm going to the planet. Like I'll try and ignore all the little buzzing coral skippers and just see if I can blow the planet up. Mm-hmm. But uh, he is bad and should feel bad about how bad he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. He he doesn't pull it off. Instead, he is brought down by a combination of gravity wells and and uh, planetary defenses and coral skippers and the rejuvenator uh, is is lost. I mean, not you, not yet, not but it yet, will. Be. But it will be in about three hours after a three-hour tour. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They they fly around and eventually, uh, before we cut to Commander Rojo, we get a Rojo. Rojo is the trace. Yeah, Rojo is a trace, and he dies heroically. This dude is a dumb, 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 and he dies right away. Uh, but we get some uh, like flying around stuff, and the Jade Saber blows some things up, and Han's flying, and then he. Essentially lines up someone for Anakin to kill, and no shot comes. Oh, and he's right. like, what the yeah. fuck is wrong with you, Anakin? And Anakin's up there studying the patterns. So, Commander Rojo is Rojo Nixon, that's this guy. <laughs> Mr. Rojo Rising. <laughs> Warshack Rojo, baby. So, Rojo is just flying towards the planet, and even when he gets close to there, he's like... All right, maybe I can shoot lasers at it. And then immediately the planetary Dovin Basils are like, <laughs> fuck you, buddy. No lasers. You don't get to do anything. Also, the Yamosk has like a psychic force field. Yeah, apparently the Yamosk literally is generating its own planetary shielding. Yeah, it, o- it not only has like a planetary almost force field, but if you get within its uh, like planetary psychic network it just scrambles all of your systems as well also if you get inside of its psychic network then they charge you 5.99 a minute (laughs) good hi hey (laughs) how you doing (laughs) Uh, that was good that was good and i liked it thank you okay moving on uh yeah he he just basically fucks the pooch royally does warshack rojo yeah he Goes towards it, and then all of the alarms go off, and he's like, huh, that's weird. And then we just cut back, and they get to watch the fucking rejuvenator explode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always fun to watch the Star Destroyer. My favorite line in this section is the part where Han's like, God damn it, Leia, now I'm stuck providing d- uh, support for a Star Destroyer. Who would have thought this would ever happen? Huh? And I'm like, Han, you were the captain of a Star Destroyer for like a decade, like ten, like 20 years ago, remember? Remember Courtship of Princess Leia? You spent all that time trying to kill Warlord Zinj? <laughs> remember how, like, immediately after the Battle of Yavin, you got a whole bunch of Star Destroyers, and then even more during Courtship, and you always are using one? <laughs> You, you you remember? Yeah, you've you been, me- you remember you've that? Been, you've been in charge of multiple Star Destroyers. It's not ironic for you to have to provide defense to one. Yeah. But uh, eventually they call out to Anakin and he's like, guys, they're doing the same thing I did. They're linked. And remember how we were badasses three people linked? Their entire force is mind linked. And then Han's just like, no, they're not stupid. You killed Chewbacca. <laughs> I mean, he actually does start with a no, they're not. That's impossible, kid. Well, yeah, they're like, he's like, oh, they're joined. And he's like, ah, they're just good flyers. I've seen better. <laughs> Leia and Han are both just going like, nah, you're dumb. Nah, you killed Chewbacca. Nah. <laughs> but but no, I mean, Anakin's completely right. They're, they're oh, all yeah. joined under the, the guidance of the mighty. Uh, he's like, Yamos. these guys are moving in formations that you would not be able to just based on instinct and fly prep. Yes. Like, they are moving as one. Yes. Yes. Yes, Jeff. Uh, okay, so, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't, Anakin's discovery doesn't do much. No. Uh, but, you know what's going on in this chat, this this chapter, and then the subsequent chapter, John, is just endless descriptions of people doing dazzling displays of perfect flying or something. Well. Just over and over. Everyone gets a turn. We have to have that, because... We get to 
describe how like oh the Yuzhan Yuzhan Vong are all linked and they're all perfectly coordinated and you know the best there's ever been because they're all one singular mind and yeah, whatnot. Like no one ever was exactly. And now we have to have fucking everyone go like oh well the only reason our main characters survive is because they're so good they're even better than the best yeah they're harder than the rest they're the cream of the cream of the cream of the cream of the crop sir <laughs> on but balance then, off balance doesn't matter now they have to raise three adorable kids <laughs> uh i mean yeah Jane, jason and anakin yeah they're not adorable <laughs> Let, they let, let the uh, let the EU canon record show that none of them were adorable. Oh, Anakin was adorable. They were dumpy. The three of them were dump were the dumpiest kids <laughs> in the galaxy. <laughs> Jaina and Jason, known fat dumps. <laughs> there was a point I forget which book it is. It's one of the the Kevin J. Anderson ones where that was actually the case where where Jason Solo was talking to Luke and he was like, "How come I have to work out? I have the Force." Like, uh, like, I could just use the force to do everything. I don't need to use my body for shit. Yeah, I could just be like, if I want to pick something up, I'll just force pick it up. Yeah, and Luke was like, that do it doesn't work that way. You gotta actually be capable of doing other stuff as well. You gotta be able to jump. Yeah, you gotta be able to do cool force. Look, look, Joey and Salvatore Midichlorium won't always be there for you. They get they get holidays. Look, they're union. When they're on break, you're gonna have to rely on yourself. You try getting them out of their mama's house on Italian dinner Sundays. <laughs> Ooh, mama spaguccia. <laughs> I love the Midichlorian brothers. <laughs> uh, so we cut back to Jason inside the Yuzhan Vong yeah, uh, prison, prison thing. Yeah. Just a little ice cave where Miko and Danny were. Mm -hmm. And he is finding out, like, he can hold his own. Defensively, he's like, all right, I can basically keep them away from murdering me but four on one there's no way i'm going to win yes yeah he can't he can't get through their defenses apparently they're 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 oh right they're amphistaves we talked about this amphistaves are, are, are lightsaber resistant because they have cortosis in them exactly so yeah. he can parry them but it's not like he can destroy their their staff weapons yeah and as well like they've got two of them in melee and then one just like standing back shooting the thud bugs at him mm -hmm. so he's like not only do i have to worry about people in melee i've got to try and like parry projectiles yeah so so he's fighting kind of a losing battle although he he's already taken one of them out by the surprise attack by taking him out of the knee but there's still four that he has to deal with yeah. and that is he was like you know i could probably beat one of these maybe i could hold my own and beat two mm -hmm. but more than that and i'm just fucked yeah some more must show up at some point because i'm thinking i i, I can feel like nope because I, I can I can think at least five of them who were taken out by other people. Miko gets two of them. He gets two of them. And, and Danny gets at least one. That's five. Well, one didn't die. He just got his leg injured. Uh, OK, so he was also still part of the fight. Yeah, he was technically Black still there. Knight in it, just hopping around. It's only a yeah, and it, it wasn't even his leg was cut off. Oh, it was just he injured his leg. Oh, OK, there you go. So there's five. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, at this point, Danny's like, well, fuck it. I'm going hard in the paint. And a couple of uh, the Eugene Vong are going after Jason, and she just, like, jumps on one of their backs and starts ripping at his, uh, the Nullith, the, yeah, his, the face mask thing. face starfish. And then eventually just pokes the little part where the Ooglith cloaker is. It peels off, and then she, she shoves just him shoves him in the hole. Yeah, she shoves him down into the ice water, where he immediately starts dying. Well, yeah, because this is... Just immediate kill you levels of cold. Yeah. So he goes into immediate hypothermia and shock, starts swimming, trying to swim his way back up. Like he can he can get an arm up, but he has no strength. It's just been sapped from the cold, so he can't pull himself up. Yeah. So he just more or less instantly dies of cold and then floats away. Yeah. So Danny helps with that, but mm -hmm. then immediately gets her shit kicked in by a thud bug, a thud bug who is just like, oh, well, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. She gets hit center mass of the thud bug and just because she doesn't have. Apparently, we are being established at this point that she's kind of a wild force talent, mm -hmm. but in this case, she has no training and can't dodge a thud bug, so it just knocks her unconscious. Yeah. She isn't really, like, extra sensory or anything. Yeah. She's just sort of got a good, strong will. Yeah, she's strong in the ways of the force, but not, well, in the force, but not in the ways of the force. How about that? Because she was the one who was sending out the telepathic distress signal. She didn't even know she was doing it. Yeah. Um, Miko still is just kind of cowering and crying at this point, but he will eventually get up and join the fight. Yeah, I mean... In between the two scenes with this, it's basically the scene of the 
rejuvenator actually exploding and going down. Oh, okay. So we just cut right back to it? Yeah, we just cut back to that well, with Mika- everyone trying to mm-hmm. save it. Because the Jade Saber and the Millennium Falcon are trying to run interference mm-hmm. for the rejuvenator, but it's not. I mean, I mean it's two ships versus hundreds. And, and also the rejuvenator is hard to re- I mean, it's a, it's a half mile long. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm going to go stop someone. Over- oh, right. They're behind me now. Never mind. Okay, okay. Wait, hold on. It's hard to cover this. It's like trying to say these two ships are going to defend, like, a small city. Yeah. So, as much as they attempt to, uh, like, Rojo calls out. He's like, anyone? Anybody going to save me? Is anyone going to think of poor Warshack? And then just a bunch of missiles from the volcano mm-hmm. guns on the planet blow through the shields and fuck his shit up. Yeah, Dr. Manhattan shows up and explodes Warshack. Uh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, there's the joke you were wanting, because his name kind of sounds like Rorschach. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, <laughs> it's go- a real shame that that Rorschach died of ligma. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Rorschach? <laughs> ligma balls. <laughs> so anyway, uh, okay. So yeah, we go back to Jason just fighting off these guys, and even with the death of one of them, he's still kind of trying to do a wild defense. Yeah, he's kind of he's on the defensive. He can't do it's the classic Star Wars novel thing. I can't do this forever, says a guy doing this forever. Yeah, he's like, which at least with this, it's all right. I can do this until I get too tired to continue doing this, because at least with this, it's not like, oh, I'm just driving a bike around. Yeah, with this, he actually yeah, is fighting work and fighting. So Miko eventually kind of finds his nards uh, and jumps two of them, presses the Ooglith cloaker button. So their clothes start coming off. And then dives down with the two of them into the into the ocean water. Yeah, he basically does like a leaping two arm lariat to the sides of these guys. Yeah. grabs their face mask off and just takes both of them in his arms into the water and is like, "Fuck you! You will die before I do." Yeah, he takes out two Yezhen Vong, which means he is technically the worthy one now. Oh yeah, good for you, buddy. You, you did, did it, it, Miko. So he goes down and and stays down there and dies to make sure that the two Vong can't get back up. Yeah, and at that point. There's only two left. There's only two left in the hole. One of them tries to get their buddies when he sees, like, oh, two of them just got pushed down the hole without their cloakers. He moves to go try and get them, and Jason's like, ah, sweet, you're actually not paying attention for once. Yeah, and then doesn't even kill him yet, because his friend's like, oh, you idiot, you've left your guard open, and tries to lunge to prevent uh, protect him, and Jason kills that guy. And then yeah, he's him. like, all right, fine, I'll stab you in the chest, and then this guy in the chest. There we go, everyone's dead, let's go. And then Danny is just losing her shit at miko because she's like oh god damn it i spent this entire time trying to bolster this guy and save him and then he just died oh look it worked he was very bolstered when he died yeah he he finally was like i am a jedi knight and i will do the right thing right and so she's still and she's still kind of injured too so so uh she gets a little help from jason and he's like look they brought an extra suit that they were going to give to him to bring him down to the yamosk so get into that we can go down and look for him. But yeah. even then, they go down there, and he's just immediately like, no, nah, this dude's dead. Yeah, that guy's dead. Never mind, never mind. Let's get to my dildo ship. <laughs> Let's all get on the top of the ice and run over to my ship. Now, <sighs> I'm just like miles under the ice. That's weird that they go to the top of the ice and then have to go back down. No, the the ship is on the ice. I thought it was on the bottom. You know what? Maybe they're all... No, it everything. clamped onto the ice. Yeah, but he dove through the ice, and then it froze back behind him, which means he's on the bottom of the ice, which is at the top of the ocean. That's he's what I'm at, saying. He's at the bottom of the top. They're still underwater, is what we're all saying. Everyone's yes. underwater all the time. Yes. Okay, great. The ship is under the ice. Yeah, it's under the ice. But it's on the ice as far as clamped to the ice. Fair enough. Uh, so they go crawl along the ice underwater until they get there. Now, it says that somehow they manage to squeeze side by side into this ship. Now, I say, fuck you. No, I know, they given don't. that he wasn't allowed to wear clothes on the way in. He's like, I didn't even have room for pants in here. And I'm like, then you don't have room for an entire other person. Yeah. Well, he does if it's sexy. Oh, Because yeah. that's what this is. Well, the entire point of this is for Jason to be like, I hope I don't get a boner. Because there's not room. I'll crack the hole. Ugh. Jason famously, Walt Dumpy and Fat, has, just, has a massive hog. Just lays pipe. 
Jason's massive hog will become important later. And of course, if you subscribe to our Patreon at the $2 level, I will be discussing Jason's massive hog in the bonus content. Every time you say it, it becomes more of a like 90s alternative band. <laughs> Jason's massive hog. Yeah. Lucy's <laughs> fur coat opening for Jason's massive hog. Ugh. Anyway, uh, at this point, everyone up top, now that the Rejuvenator has fucking bit it and most of the gunships are dead kip is calling for a general retreat he's like everybody get the fuck out of here jump to hyperspace let's get back to dubrillion we are very much outgunned here yeah so they're they're fighting a retreating action but our main hero characters who are all doing dazzling displays of daring do are unwilling to leave until they have rescued the jason well that's the big thing here is they are willing to leave without him and that's one of the big things is at one point, uh, like, oh, no, wait, that's in the other one. That's for Luke, not Jason. Yeah, people are happy to let Luke die. <laughs> yeah, Luke can die. Fuck yeah. him. Jason is important. But he comes fucking rocketing out of the, uh, the fucking ice. Yeah, and is immediately picked up perfectly by uh, the Merry Miner with Jaina. Oh, yeah, Jaina just sort of, like, scoops him out of space. Yes. Yeah, she just scoops him out of space and dives immediately back into hyperspace and is gone. And everyone's like, damn, that kid can fly. Yeah, we know. You've spent most of this book telling us that that kid can fly. Yeah, we're, we're up to speed now. This kid if can... she had fucked it up, I'd have been like, wow, that's weird. Huh, crazy. That's an interesting development. But instead, she does a perfect job and leaves. Yeah. So they get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. And pretty much the end of this chapter is them just being like, ah, fuck, we, uh... <laughs> We really fucked up on this one. Like, all of the main characters are alive still, mm -hmm. but... Uh, they lost a Star Destroyer. They lost a Star Destroyer, a lot of gunships, a shitload of fighters. Mm -hmm. Like, they the just got The elements of wrecked. surprise. They've lost everything. Cool. Yeah, and at this point, they're like, even if we were to call in for reinforcements, we still don't know the actual extent of how many forces they have. Right. And if we called in to them, they'd be like... Oh, we'll send you some guys, but if they come in, like, piecemeal one at a time, they will just get immediately taken out like bad ninjas. Right. So the the end of this chapter is mostly everyone flying back and having a conversation about how fucked they are. Uh, which includes... Which is very. Which includes... It, it includes Jason and, and uh, Danny, who are stuck in the dildo ship still. Can't go anywhere, but they have a, a wire that goes down so they can communicate with the main ship. And, and uh, also a whole bunch of stuff about how Jason has to strip down to his Well, skirt. that's the next chapter. Oh, is that the next chapter? I'm sorry, okay. The next chapter is... Everyone's trying to talk about it, and <sighs> fucking Jason takes off his nullith, and he starts releasing the cloaker, and then he's like, oh yeah, I'm just in like a, a skirt, a fucking skirt, and Danny is in pretty much just a shift. Right. Well, this is about to become very sexually awkward. Except At least Danny never... is just crying. She's just yeah. sobbing, but Jason is sitting there going like... Oh man, this lady, she's got bruises all over her face and her hair's fucked up, but she's so hot. I hope I don't get a boner. And I'm like, Jason, if you're worried, he's 17. We got to you got to let this one slide, John. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Honestly, being worried about getting a boner is regardless of the situation at 17. Yeah. Yeah. That's just his regular that, that's background radiation in the mind of the 17-year-old boy. <laughs> man, I hope I don't get a boner ever <laughs> unless I do, unless I need one, in which case I hope I do. Uh, but she is just sobbing, and he's sort of trying to comfort her. I can see how that'd be difficult, because there's still people who have never met stuffed together into a time... They're basically playing seven minutes in a torpedo tube. Yeah, but he's the one who's like, oh man, your eyes are so beautiful, and I'm gonna move my hair up and, like, caress your cheek and, and put it on the back of your neck and bring you towards me. And she's just going like, Fucking Miko, goddammit. Oh, so my Jedi friend. It's and I've like, been I get some that shit. I get that he's seventeen, but this whole thing is just like, man, Jason, stop it. You've you look like you're trying to take advantage of someone who has just gone through some traumatic shit. He's gonna do that he's gonna do that thing where he puts his hand on the side of the dildo ship and is like, Hey, how you doing? I'm controlling the the uh, exit avenues you have available to you. Ugh. What's up? I like these. Yeah, his first thought is just like, "Whoa, she's hot." Oh, she's hot, and also we're both so scantily clad. Oh, this is a this is a fascinating situation. I'm not thinking at all about a Jedi Knight that I saw die, or the fact that I have a woman who has clearly been tortured and is sobbing here. Oh no, 
all of my thoughts are about how sexy she is, even though she's been beaten, yeah, she's and how a, little she's wearing. She's kind of a fixer, but st- but you know what? I could put this is this is a very serious. She's all that situation. Ugh. Yeah, he's like, oh, I look into her eyes and I see that vulnerability, but inner strength. Also, she's definitely some kind of force user. Oh, she's definitely a hot ten. Yeah. So, uh, but then they have this big conversation about what's happening. They're like, oh my gosh, we can't beat these guys. We can't beat the dredge. They're pure energy. (laughs) So at this point, they just have a conversation of what the fuck are we doing? Who are these guys? And what are our options? This reminded me of whenever we used to play Exalted because Danny's just like, hey, I've been living with them for like three weeks. Here's the whole fucking story. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Danny's just like, so these are the Praetorite Vong. Uh, they came from outside of the galaxy. They've got all of these ships. They've got three world ships. There's a dude in charge of it. They've got a Yamusk. The Yamusk manages to, uh, do a link. And of course at that, Anakin's like, I fucking told you. I told you they were linked. I knew it. And Luke's like, well, I guess I got to swim in there and kill that guy. Oh, you can't do that. There's hundreds of soldiers surrounding him. Like, not only are there hundreds of soldiers, but his weird psychic force, if you thought that was powerful outside of the planet, if you get near him, you will get fucked. Yeah, he's been clowning a Jedi Knight repeatedly for the past several weeks. And Jason's like, well, yeah, but... But that's just a a Jedi Knight, not a a Jedi Master like Uncle Luke. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. What what Jason should have said in this situation is, yeah, but that's Miko. He was introduced in this book. (laughs) He's not a main character like Uncle Luke. (laughs) But yeah, so now they know. All right. So they've got a, a big brain bug that is essentially coordinating all their pilots and bringing them together. They can't get near it to try and kill it. And they're like, but what can we even do? Like, if we tried to shoot missiles at it, that probably wouldn't work. And this is when we hit the fascinating aspect of this chapter, the Star Trek solution. (sighs) So we get at some point, Anakin's like, man, I I wish that we could get to him just... You know, too bad we can't shut off the volcanoes that are making the water warm enough for the Yamas to exist down there. We could. We could shut off the volcanoes. Oh, yeah, because they, they keep talking, and then he's like, wait a minute. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Well, how do we do that? Well, we need to do... Well, I learned a- in high school science class. <laughs> we need to develop a concentrated pulse of tachyon emissions. <laughs> we need to bounce it off the <laughs> tachyon array, and then we need to get... Our sensor dish. If we set the rear deflector array to emit a pulse of baryon emissions, <laughs> we get boron and we put it in water. Well, the main deflector array can shoot a beam of baryon emissions. <laughs> and there's nothing faster than that. It's like the Flash. <laughs> that is the Flash. Uh, okay, so <laughs> baryons are the Flash. Those are the individual units of the Flash. <laughs> I am made of baryons. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, but yeah, they're like, well, here's the plan. We could stop it. How? Condensation is the fastest way to cool things down. All we need to do is evaporate things. Nothing steals energy faster than evaporation. Wait, what? Huh? So if we heat the planet up, or... It'll get it's... super cold. Yeah, if we heat it up, it'll get cold. What? What? Huh? It's like putting too much air in a balloon. What? what? Huh? <laughs> That's just so crazy, it might work. But I like that at that point, they're like, my dude, if we could get the amount of energy it would take to heat up a planet to the point where it starts having ice evaporations, we would just have the firepower to blow up the planet. Yeah, that's Han. Han's just like, yeah, we could just get a bunch of Star Destroyers and blow the fucking planet up. And they're like, no, we have to freeze it. Well, how how are we going to do that? Well, Lando, do you still have those shield ships from the planet Niklon? Remember? Remember when you were there? And he's like, yeah, we mostly did, like deflecting energy not really pointing it at stuff yeah we mentioned the shield ships when we first saw lando's folly a few episodes ago uh back on the planet Niklon, which was a a, a hot mining operation on a planet where it was so hot it was too hot to to stay in one place it was too hot to hoot yeah it was they had to fly in which is a palindrome of course of course uh evil's inept penis (laughs) 10 animal (laughs) 10 animals i slam in a net uh Uh, golf (laughs) no sir Prefer prison fly. Uh, there, you want you want more a of a dog, a panic in a pagoda. <laughs> Pepsi is pep. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, they're like, oh, I thought all your shield ships were blown up, and he's like, no, I got some. 
Yeah, I built some new ones. Because I don't want to lose the tech. Yeah. Like, my whole thing is I get a whole bunch of experimental tech ships and then just have them. Which is hilarious because shield ships are fucking enormous. Oh, yeah. Their whole thing is that they operate an umbral shadow from a giant from a sun that you're too close to. Yeah, they just have giant reflective panels such mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, yeah, we do this as essentially an umbrella for whatever the mining operation below us is so that if we're on a planet that has way too much solar radiation coming in we can use one of these to make sure it doesn't hit the operation yes so okay uh but he's like yeah i've got some of those why well get them out here we're gonna need them right away what we're gonna do is we're gonna get them in close and use them to bounce the yamosk's energy back at the planet uh isn't the yamosk's energy just psychic can this reflect psychic energy do we cold is weak against psychic all right, is, sure. Wait, is it? I don't remember my 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 uh my Pokemon Pokemon tables. I'm going to assume no, it isn't. But still, I mean, there isn't a cold type. It's just water, right? Oh, that's right. That's a good point. There isn't a cold type. See, this is how much I don't remember my Pokemon's tables. I know. Let me show you my Pokemon's. <laughs> my Pokemon's. Let me show you them. Okay, I want to see your Pokemon's. Let's arrange a date for that later. <laughs> and then, of course, after coming up with the plan of we'll just get a whole bunch of shield ships out there immediately. Fucking Luke is like, oh, you better bring Kip back and all the starfighters. And you're like, please don't. Please stop. <laughs> please stop. Please stop putting him in command of starfighters. <laughs> please please quit saying get that Kip can bring some starfighters. At this point, even if you're like, oh, he is a great pilot, but he's apparently the worst luck anyone has ever had. Yeah. And he's clearly not a very good leader. I mean, we, he's gone through 24 plus four starfighters now. Ugh. He's not a good dude. Yeah. So at this point... We get some change up on the ships. Yes. Because Luke is going to get into an X-Wing so he can fly around. They don't need the Merry Minor anymore. So they're, everyone so is- Jaina and Mara are going to be in the Jade Saber. Yes. Uh, Jason is going to go over to the, uh, the fucking Falcon. Yep. And Danny is going to go onto the Jade Saber with Mara and Jaina just because. I guess because they don't go back to Debrillion <laughs> so they can't drop her off. Well, yeah, But she's also like. I'll do whatever I can to help. Yeah. And this is, I mean, I can't fly a fighter, so I'm either going to be on the Falcon or the Saber, and there's more people already on the Falcon, so I may as well go over there. Realistically, they needed more people on the Saber anyway, because they keep ignoring the fact that at any point, Mara's disease could take hold of her and kill her, at which point you'd have either no one or Jaina on board the Saber and no one else. Yeah, so they're like, all right, we'll send you over there. Also, I'm sure probably because Danny was like, can I be on a ship with ladies and not a horny 17-year-old boy? <laughs> Jason's all like, uh, can I be on that ship too? Uh, no, you're in the gun pod. Also, wear some fucking tighter pants. Get that thing under control. Tuck it into your belt. <laughs> it's a loose-fitting skirt. I don't know what to tell you here. <laughs> I, I can't do anything about Yeah, well, this. it looks like a circus tent. No one likes it. <laughs> uh, get into a regulation uniform. <laughs> Put a dancer's belt on, for Christ's sake. And then tuck into it. You know how that works. You're 17. You've tucked your boner. Uh, anyway, so they get all the shield ships. They get fucking Kip Duran and the rest of the fighters and like one gunship. Yeah, I was going to say they have like one or two gunships left because uh, the commanders of the other gunships were just like, Wait no. for the rest of the Repu- the new republic. We're we're not going to go on some mission back to the planet where we just got our asses handed to us. I like Danny was like, we got to go take care of this right now because these people will go one by one to every planet in the galaxy and murder everyone on it. Yeah, if you pretty much at this point she's like, look, if you wait for reinforcements to get here, they will have solidified their hold so much that the few reinforcements that show up will then get wiped out and they will pac-man through the galaxy yeah if you try and stay back and just go oh well we'll defend like dubrillion or whatever they will break through your defenses blow you up take over that planet and pac-man through the galaxy if you do not do something now you're fucked yeah you're gonna lose so we need to do something now and uh this is their plan to point shield ships at the ice planet to radiate the yamosk's power yeah, so that it causes evaporation on the surface, which, which will, will in freeze, turn freeze. Will freeze the core of the planet for so, and also slow the planet's rotation. Yeah, it mm. gets so cold. Yeah, this isn't very well explained, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So even though they don't have basically as much as he would like, mm-hmm. Luke is also like, uh, well, 
you know, I assume probably the whole force won't be out because one, they just beat the shit out of us, so they're not going to expect us to come back anytime soon. Yeah. So they shouldn't have a whole bunch ready. And two, the guys that are out and ready to fight are probably trying to chase after us and try and like run down any stragglers, which means the defenses for the planet, at least when we arrive, should be light. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's their hope. And Luke's plan is to go do a planet raid. He's going to fly the X-Wing down and just zip around on the surface of the planet in the X-Wing drawing fire. Well, the whole thing they do is they jump out of hyperspace so close to the planet that a couple ships actually slam into it. Yes, and are just instantly killed. And then the the uh, shield ships line up around the planet and start beaming Yamosk energy back at it for their with their cool reflector shields. Yeah, and there's... They have to reroute the deflector arrays. You know, once they get in place, there's a point where they were like, I don't, do they even know where, and then like Yamosk power comes online and they're like, oh, there he is. There we go. Open a hailing frequency. (laughs) So then they get a swarm of coral skippers that is definitely much smaller. Yeah, much smaller and not as well coordinated. And they start trying to do cover for the shield ships and go around and blow stuff up. But we jump to Prefect Degara, who does not give a fuck about the shield ships, and he's just trying to figure out what these idiots are doing. Yeah, what the fuck are those things? He's and like, he- oh, wait a minute. Did did they just pull in us? Did they send in a small fleet that like was just testing us to see what we had, and now a larger fleet is going to come in and blow us up? Oh my god, are these guys even more competent than I thought? And then he's like... Nope. Nope, they just sent a bunch of weird industrial mirror ships. Okay, this is They just sent some shield ships and a bunch of fighters and a gunship, so... And the gunship's already dead because it's one of the ships that smashed into the planet. So at this point, the Yamosk just goes into his brain and is like, yeah, these guys are idiots. I don't know what they're trying to do. They're probably... He has some theory. The Yamosk has a weird theory about the plan, about what the shield ships are for. Well, one of the theories that it has is, oh, the reason they're here, and just in a small group is the uh, the Vong don't know if Danny actually got off planet. Oh, they know right, she yeah. escaped from the cave, mm-hmm. but they don't know if she managed to get away. And so they're like, oh, maybe this is a rescue mission. Like, they're here to get Danny. That is such a weird assumption for them to make. They kidnapped Danny from a little shuttle that she took from a planet where she was like a low-level functionary on an, on a useless station that was just watching the galaxy. Oh, yeah. Th- She's not an important person. They're like, oh, yeah, they're definitely going to risk way more of their, like, fighters and mm-hmm. the personnel and all of these people so that they can rescue a scientist. Yes. Yeah, and not s- even a scientist that's like, ooh, I have a secret weapon I've been working on. It's just like, what are you? I know about space. I mean, she knows a lot of shit about the Yuzhan Vong, I guess. That that's that might be part. They're like, oh, she has a lot of information because I, Prefect Degara, have, I guess, been thinking with my mangled dick for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Because the- he's like, I would love to recover her. She's so interesting. Interesting in the boobies. <laughs> and the Yamosk thinks that the shield ships are, like, trying to be there to reflect back the gravity of the Dovin basils or something. They're like, yeah. oh, maybe they're trying to make it so that our planetary defenses aren't as useful. Mm-hmm. But they don't, like, none of them think, oh, yeah, they're trying to heat up the planet to cool down the planet. Yeah, that's a crazy thought. So they don't have that. Uh, but sure enough, it starts working. R- right away, it starts working. The shield ships start, uh, all the, the mist and evaporation around the planet from all the devastation that's been happening starts condensing right into ice crystals and slowing the rotation of the planet. Well, there's all this fog and nonsense, Mm. and, you know, like you were saying, Luke at this point just goes like, oh, you know what I'll do? Since they seem to just not give a fuck about shield ships mostly, let's see what happens if I go towards the planet. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, because they think that they're here for a rescue mission... Yeah, they're scanning the surface looking for Danny. Yeah, and the fact that they see a fighter going towards the surface, Degara's like, Everybody after that guy. Fuck right. that guy up. Yeah. Stop that guy before he gets my waifu or whatever. I'm... My my sweet prisoner wife. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with that. So, uh, yeah, he manages to get an assload of coral skippers to follow him down to the planet. But mm-hmm. because it's all full of evaporated fog nonsense, he has a much easier time of not getting murdered by a shitload of all mind-linked coral skippers. Yeah, and also once it gets cold enough... They lose their mind link because the Yamosk is too cold to figure out what's going on or to uh, to do its thing. Uh, so 
But anyway, that, that, it, that starts working, and as Luke, and I think the Jade Saber gets uh, hit because Mara gets sick. Well, yeah, the big thing is, uh, you know, we go to Jaina, and she's like, oh, Han, I can't use the Force when I'm flying with Han because, you know, he's not a Jedi. But then flying around with him, she's like, God damn, my dad is a good pilot. For yeah. not being a Force user, this guy's amazing. Yeah. And eventually, she starts doing stuff where she's lining up shots because they have front-facing cannons, so she's doing turns so that when they stop, they'll able they'll have like a coral skipper in front of them, and yeah. uh, Mara, who is on the guns, can take it out. And at one point, she lines up a shot, and nothing. Mara no no shots shot. happen. Yeah. And she looks back, and Mara is just slumped in her chair. Yeah, she has collapsed from the uh, the effects of the disease. Probably because they're close to Yuzhan Vong. It's a Yuzhan Vong <laughs> galaxy disease, and they have some measure of control over it. That or she's just been... You know, fighting for four days in a row. Yeah. So, but at that point, Jaina's like, oh shit, Aunt Mora, and runs away from the controls, and then looks back and realizes, oh shit, no one's at the controls, we're getting blasted. They take a hit to an engine and start falling into the gravity well of the planet. Yeah. Luke ends up seeing that, and he's like, oh, fuck. God damn it. So he goes flying over there, and pulls off a ridiculous super move, where he flips the ship upside down. And then uses the repulsors on it. Yeah. He's just like, all right, let me fly under you, use my landing repulsors to blast you to shove your nose cone up so that you can actually make a retreat. Yeah, and it works, and then they all think that they've lost him. Yeah, because he was coming out of the planet because he's like, oh, it's getting too cold to be down there Yeah, when he saw the Jade Saber going down, but because he had to turn upside down to blast them up... It shot him down back towards the planet. Yeah, and it's really hard to fly there now because the only stuff left in the sky is like big chunks of ice of condensation from the. From it's the my fog. favorite juggalo, <laughs> big chunks of ice. <laughs> uh, it, it's referencing meth. Big icy chunkins. But anyway, yeah, he keeps running into these floating chunks of ice, like like flat cannons, and they're like, "Man, we've probably lost Luke. This fucking sucks." But it works. The reaction works. The planet almost completely comes to a dead stop in the rotation. The volcanoes freeze over. Well, yeah, there's a point where, like, a, t- a couple of the coral skippers blow up, and Han's like, hey, nice shot. And he's like, I didn't shoot anyone. Yeah, that wasn't us. That was just the fact that the Yamosk is now apparently frozen, and when they lost the mind link, they just immediately started crashing into each other because they were fully relying on it. Yeah. And so uh, at this point, the, sh- the uh, planet is in an unstoppable chain reaction, and the shield ships aren't even doing anything anymore. Yeah. They're like, oh, uh, they had blown up three of them, because I, th- I feel like eventually they went, oh, shit, we need to take out the shield ships. But it was too late once they started targeting them, and it was already in a point where there was no going back. Right. This, when they see the ship co- or the planet come to a complete freeze and become like entirely visible without any fog, <laughs> the Mesacanly wave. Yeah, uh, uh, like Anakin yells something about the Macaulay Culkin wave, and I'm sorry, the Mesacanly. You said, yeah, the mezzanine wave. Yeah, <laughs> step aside and let the man go through. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the fourth state of matter. I thought that was plasma, but sure, why not? Yeah, the water's got to be solidifying. Mm-hmm. Sure, why not? Okay, great. And then, well, what happens now? Well, as the planet heats up, you know, from ice expansion, and I'm like, wait, but it is frozen now, so it's expanded as much as it's going to. Well, don't worry about it. What's going to happen is the planet's going to explode. What's going to happen is, once it cools, it 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 it, 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 it blows up. It blows up. The planet blows up. <laughs> it blows, gonna, what I'm saying is, the planet blows up. The planet's going to blow up. <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit, Luke's still down there. We don't know where the fuck he is. And... Well, Han no one... cries out full retreat. Yeah. And they go to leave and that's when he finally realizes like, "Oh, I get it. I oh. get I get that my kid left Chewbacca because it was the smart thing to do and he was responsible for people and it took me basically being in charge of calling for the death of my brother-in-law to finally understand that hey, because remember- I am not allowed to have empathy. Dude, hey, Han, remember when you had a general rank for like like a decade? <laughs> remember when constantly had to send dudes to their death? Yeah, I remember when like you held a general's rank? You remember? Yeah, you rode a tank and held a general's rank. You remember that? The Blitzkrieg raid and the body stank. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Let me introduce myself. I know, yeah, yeah. At I'm least, a man of wealth and taste. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'd like to paint it black. <laughs> different song. Yeah, I know, but also a different good Rolling Stones song. Yeah. 
I mean, neither of them is the best Rolling Stones song. Oh, I mean, it is. Painted Black is the best Rolling Stones song. Do yeah, you think so? It is my opinion. Okay, fair enough. What do you think the best Rolling Stones song is? Uh, Wild Horses. <laughs> I mean, okay, but we'll see how it comes out in the margins. <laughs> It'll be all right. Well, probably, chances are people are going to tell us it's like Gimme Shelter or War Children, or that same song, uh, Gimme, or something else that's like a big deal. Uh, yeah. You can't always get what you want, something Fucking like that. Fucking satisfy. If anyone says brown sugar, though, I will come to your house and kick you in the nuts. That might be worth it to these people. Don't give them that opportunity. <laughs> Free slap in the dick. <laughs> Free slap in the dick. <laughs> yeah, you want one? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so the whole planet blows up, but riding the wave of energy out comes an X-wing. Yes, of course, because Luke can't die. Lucas wouldn't. Uh, Lucas was like, "Hey, I'll let you kill Chewbacca. You get." Chewie mm-hmm. is the closest thing to a main character. You're not even allowed to kill R2. Fuck you. Can you kill uh, Mara Jade? <laughs> eh, I, she I wasn't in the her. movies. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever you want. <laughs> the number of rumors about Mara Jade being in the new series has been the best. Everyone keeps wanting Mara Jade to show up for various things. And and I'm just like, stop. And it. they keep, every time they cast a woman, they're like, it might be Mara Jade. I'm like, unless that woman's like in her li- mid-70s, it is not. Remember how old Luke is and then and then feel embarrassed about this. Mostly it's just anytime anyone, especially with red hair, gets cast, it's like, oh, confirmed, Mara Jade, Mara Jade an actress with red hair has been cast. Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Honestly, if they cast any more pale redheads, they are definitely in the newer, in, in the uh, Jedi Order. That's how this works. <laughs> oh, not the Jedi Order. What am I fucking am I saying? The, uh, the, the First Order. The very first one. The First Order is so white-coated that it's anyone who's pale is automatically in there. Oh, yeah. I remember when they were saying that Domhnall Gleeson might be a good guy. From, uh. the, from the last Jedi uh, rumors, and I was like, "What that tight that that huge Irish dude? No, there's no fucking way. <laughs> he is definitely an Empire guy." <laughs> uh, anyhow, so, so yeah, that is the end of those chapters. Now we've got two more chapters left, but I'm yeah. going to say this. Let's let's make the note of this. Yeah, they're like eight pages long. So what we're going to do is basically give you a like post credits like last eight pages for the next one and then do our wrap-up as well yeah it's an epilogue slash wrap-up episode (laughs) we're gonna do them both at once yeah because i think the end of this book is probably just the funeral for chewbacca and that's about it i hear that chewbacca doesn't even get a medal at his own funeral (laughs) someone puts a medal on the casket and they're like hey hey hey, whoa whoa whoa." leia just takes it no (laughs) no no I did not spend good money on this for it to get put into a dog grave. Right, Thank you. Right to the last minute, she's spraying that coffin with a seltzer bottle. Psst, psst, stop she's it. She's got some Febreze. She puts it over there. Ugh, dead dog stink. I thought they smelled bad alive. Uh, wait, hang on, hang on. Let's uh, let's let's skin him. I, I I've, I've been calling him a walking carpet for years, and now I'd like to make a, th- a thing out of it. Also, I'd like to put. Some little uh, legs in there and turn it into a literal walking carpet, if we could. How much do you want the second ep- the second book of the NJO series to feature Lu- uh, Leia in a Wookiee fur coat? <laughs> I <laughs> Just mean, goes can't. full Cruella DeVille. I mean, sadly, he died on Cernpedal and was immediately vaporized. Yeah. We can't get his pelt. But... No. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. She wouldn't even be the first character in the, Empire, in the uh, Star Wars universe to wear Wookiee parts. But Boba Fett's got a bunch of Wookiee scalps Boba tied. Fett. Boba, where? Boba Fett. <laughs> He's got a bunch of Wookiee scalps tied to the outside of his armor. So anyway, there you go. That's so. Next episode's going to be an eight-page wrap-up story, and then uh, some general wrap-up conversation. As always, when we do wrap-up episodes, it will terminate with us announcing the next book in the line. Yeah. So any sort of questions or thoughts you had about this book oh, right. send it to us yeah q a we'll do some q a go ahead and you can head on over to our uh discord mm-hmm. just make sure that in your uh post somewhere you put hashtag uh vector prime, vector prime. yeah hashtag vector prime. that way we can actually search for it and find all of them yeah so head on down there you can put those into the expounded universe thread of our discord uh, if you haven't, if you're not in our Discord yet, just go to our our uh, Twitter feed. Just go to System Mastery on Twitter. It's the pinned link. We'll get you into our Discord. Join it. Meet up with all the other folks who like the show, and uh, you can discuss things. About you can Star discuss Wars the and, book. You can yeah. discuss things outside the book. We don't care. Uh, so discuss com- whatever you want. Yeah, come on. Well, almost. I, we do have one strong rule. There's one strong rule. Mm-hmm. No one talks about breakfast noodles. Keep what you kill. <laughs> 
our one rule is there are no rules. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, stop on by our Discord and ask us your questions. Hashtag Vector Prime to get those through to us. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you in a week or so with yet more Star Wars content. And, of course, at our Patreon, you can find even more Star Wars bonus content. Patreon.com slash System Mastery. Star Wars bonus content unlocks at the $2 level, but we also have $5 level shows that exist. So if you want to get about seven bonus shows a month, that'll cost you about 10 bucks a month. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a great deal. And, of course, it helps us. Yep. Patreon.com slash System Mastery to accomplish those. Thank you so much for listening. And until, ne- until such time as we see you again, I've been Elon. Lance Lee's Bagiano. And I've never seen such dazzling piloting from Death Sticks. 